Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Praise the Lord. We praise him every day for each and every one of you, letting you be part of this and uh, letting, you know, just just being out there, just showing God that I, I'm going to turn on, uh, I'm going to listen to this. I, this is going to be my devotion for the day. This is going to be something I go through. I don't know. I do know this. Without God, I don't know where any of us would be right now. And God can lift us up. He can take us out of the ditches. He can brush us off. He you know, we talked in the last podcast about remembering to write down what we're going through and pray to God about it, how God never changes, how God's there for us. Uh, Stephanie gave us a great example. She finished by singing her verse of that wonderful song, Does Jesus Care? And hopefully we'll have a few minutes at the end to let her sing a couple more verses of that song and to wrap it up on this day. But can I tell you something? Jesus does care. God cares. God loved you so much. He gave his only begotten son. I mean, this is cool stuff. So, Stephanie Wesco with me again. Stephanie, what's going on? Good morning, Doug. Um, life is going on. We're, we're excited. The kids have violin concerts this weekend, so that's a special thing that we're gearing up for. Um, so, just, just life, you know, it's an interesting stage. I'm teaching my oldest one, doing driving lessons with him helping him get hours in driving, and um, so it's a special season. How's his driving coming along? He's 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 a very good driver. I'm very impressed. Wow. So one of our kids was real good. The other one was a little bit of, God made it a little bit of a challenge for us. Um, but thank God uh, we got through the licensing thing and the practicing and the parking and the parallel parking and the this and the that. And you have cameras today. Cameras make everything better, uh, making mirrors and all that stuff. So I th is it my turn to do the knucklehead thing or is it your turn? I should have kept up with this. Oh, my. I think it's I, mine. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. You, yeah. get the, you get the food worked out. I'll do this one. Okay. And, uh, uh, you might be a knucklehead if. Now, this is, this is real, folks. You, you got to understand this. But uh, you might be a knucklehead if you run to cut in front of people at Starbucks in any way to cut in front of people, you cut people off to be first to save 30 seconds. If you're cutting your place in line, if you're any of those things, you may be a knucklehead. I think you are a knucklehead if you do those things. I mean, what are you thinking, Stephanie? Does that, if you look up the definition of knucklehead, would their picture be in there if they did that? I think so. Um, there's, there's something called being polite um, that goes a long ways to making people not leave the restaurant. So you would believe the idiot that I just watched do such and such. You don't want to be that person. You want to be the person that people um, leave after being around you and go, wow, that person was kind. That person brightened my day. Um, be the person that pays for the, you know, whoever's behind you pay for their order. That would be the opposite of being a knucklehead 
and um, the way that you can honor and glorify the Lord and, and be an incredible loving testimony for him. Yeah, that's great. Be a testimony, be kind, be willing. Food that's right with God. Stephanie Wesco, what are you thinking? Wow. Wow. Food that's right with God for today. Boy, I think I would have to say um, something that I love. Maybe not everybody here would love this. I know you wouldn't because you have allergies, but I love salmon. I think salmon that's that's cooked right, that's moist, um, that's flavorful, that is right with God. Amen. Amen. And uh, if you're a salmon person, go out and buy yourself some tonight. And listen to this. Hey, you know, Mother's Day has come and passed. And if you didn't get your mother something, send her something. It's all right to send it late. It's better to send it late than not send it at all. And uh, so did you have a good Mother's Day, Stephanie? I did. My kids surprised me. Um, Lydia Hicks helped them get to the store and get it because she has a driver's license. So they got me a beautiful um, personalized corsage that had six mini red rosebuds and then two white mini red rosebuds for the girls. So six, six and two to stand for the eight. And um, so they got me a beautiful corsage. I haven't had a corsage in, wow, I think like seven years six, seven years. So that was really special. And then they got me a bouquet of roses. So yeah, that was, that was all. And, and Joe, Joe following up with his wonderful sense of humor, his mother's day gift to me was the two packets of flower plant food for the roses. And he was, you know, very happy to fulfill his little part in the day that way. And did you get any flowers from anywhere else this mother's day? I did. I did. See, I have some awesome friends from South Carolina. Hey, man. Yeah. I think it was birthday. Um, yeah. So we, my- we had to delay. Debbie and I want to see her face when she opens her gifts. And so the decision was made just to get the Mother's Day flowers out to her because we're with Stephanie tomorrow. It's kind of a bummer that we haven't celebrated, but we're going to celebrate together. And uh, But uh, we did... Uh, She's a great mom, and we wanted to recognize that. It sounds like she had a great Mother's Day. So here we go. Uh, I think I think we're over here in 102, starting in verse 15. And uh, so let's go ahead and do that. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord in all things of earth thy glory. When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. He shall regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. This shall be written for generation to come, and people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from the height of the sanctuary, from heaven, and did the Lord behold the earth, to hear the groaning of the prisoner, to loose those that are appointed to death, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and to praise in Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together, the kingdoms to serve the Lord. He weakeneth my strength in a way. He shorteneth my days. I said, O my God, take me not away in the midst of my days. Thy years are throughout all generations. Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. Thy shall perish, but thou shalt endure forever. All of them shall wax old like a garment, as a vesture shall thou change them and they shall be changed 
but thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before thee. And again, we continue on with that theme, Stephanie, of praying the junk we're going through. And and we find that unchanged God, that unchanged covenants he makes to us, those that uh, God is changeless, that he's still there for us. He has a changeless character. And I mean, we went through those last 14 verses and, and, and what's, what's coming to your mind there? Wow. I think it's beautiful. Verse 17, he will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. Um, I think going back to the whole principle and the whole fact that even though, you know, earlier in the psalm, the psalmist said, he lifts me up and he throws me down. And I've been in that spot where that's how you feel. Where your feelings say, God is this angry God who's literally picking me up and throwing me down, smashing me, breaking me. And then we come to verse 17 where the psalmist says, he will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. And we're reminded And Psalm 103 is going to remind us of this again, that we have a God in heaven who is merciful, gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. And remembering that when you're destitute, when you're at the end of your rope, when you're too too tired or too worn out or in too much shock to even know how to pray, you have a holy God in heaven. You have an intercessor who's lifting you before the throne of grace. And if all you can cry is God help me, God intervene and cry that out with a heart of faith. The Lord is hearing that prayer of the destitute yeah. and love the end. And he will not despise that prayer. And, and that's enough. If that's all you can get out, that's enough. Brethren, sometimes we can just look up and say, God, uh, sometimes we can be eloquent. Sometimes, you know, it's not, uh, our prayer is not judged off the eloquence. It's judged off the sincerity in our heart as we go to the Lord. And, yeah. uh, man, I, I've been there where I just said, God, uh, I remember that day that, that brother, uh, Willie died in my arms there in the army. And, uh, you know, I think that night about every hour I'd wake up and look up and just say, God, you know, and uh, I can't sleep. I can't. He knows. He knows yeah. what's going on. And it's just. And so as we continue on with this God who never changes and he has this changeless character. And, um, and you know, I like there in verse 18 where it says that she'll be written for the generation to come. And the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord for he hath looked down from the height of his sanctuary. Uh, from heaven did the Lord behold the earth to hear the groaning of the prisoner, to loose those that are appointed to death, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and his praise in Jerusalem when the people are gathered together in the kingdoms to serve the Lord. And, you know, it's like God looks down and hears and knows and sees everything. And yeah. uh, he's, he knows what we're going through. He knows that, you know, when... God has always been God. He's unchanging character. His life, what God does, it's all about God. It's always been all about God. It's always going to be all about God. I love it. I love that we get to serve this great God. Yeah. Well, and I think there's, in verse 20, I think there's a 
a powerful thing there, I guess, that sticks out to me because of where I've been. But verse 20 at the end of it says, to loose those that are appointed to death. And obviously we know Christ is our salvation from sin. He is our um, savior from eternal death. He gives every person who he creates the opportunity, the um, choice of choosing his life. But for me personally, that verse, along with um, verse 24, there's a there's a, a a really powerful fact that I believe God often looses us, maybe who Satan wants to kill, who tries to fulfill that, and God looses us yeah. from those appointments with death that Satan intends for us, and. I see in verse 24 that that fact that it's okay to ask God for more time to serve him. Yeah. Whoever was prayed and asked God to not take him away in the midst of the years, God, would you give me more time to serve you? And Hezekiah, we know Hezekiah prayed that prayer and God heard it. God answered with giving him 15 more years. And those are powerful for me because I've been in those places and to take advantage of every day God gives us, and to ask him, ask him, Lord, so to, I think of the verse, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts into wisdom and to take every day God gives us and remember that he is our salvation, not just from eternal sin um, and for, or from the consequences of our sin, but he is our, he's our salvation for every day of life. So many times I think God spares our lives and we just discount it. And um, that's, that's kind of been my life the last two and a half years is watching God multiple times over when I should be dead, I'm still here. And so taking each day and saying, God, would you give me each day to serve you and give me the strength to serve you? And um, those just really stand out to me. They do. And, and I, I especially see it on 23 through 28, you know, as we get older, as you know, we start to question our mortality or as we go through junk, you know, like you with your tumors and, and different things that have happened and probably everybody's listening live, uh, you all of a sudden say things like he weakened my strength in that way, he shortened my days. You start, you know, what we see here is the psalmist is afraid. Oh, my God, take me not away in the midst of my days. Thy years are throughout all generations. He he wants to live to an old man and keep ruling. He wants to he wants to keep on being part of it. They shall perish, but thou shall endear, yea, all of them, shall wax old like a garment, a vesture, shall thou change them, and thou shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established. So he's talking about, we almost see this fear that, hey, I don't want to die. I, you know, I know I'm right there. I know I get to go to heaven. And, and you know, I kind of said some of those prayers sometimes. I want to stick around and finish this, God. I want to see my kids graduate from high school. I want to see my kids graduate from college. I want to see this ministry go on. I want to see, you know, we could say something every day, couldn't we? But God has this uh, changeless character. He knows when it's best for us to go and move. And, and, and that's what I think the psalmist is doing. He knows. He cares. All this is filled out. We pass from death unto life. There's some pretty cool things coming our way when we leave earth and go to heaven. And we owe it all to God. If not by the grace of God, we wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast today. This is nothing by our own strength. We've constantly 
loved God, asked for his help, tried to give him the preeminence. Every one of our prayers we have for these psalms, and he cares. He loves us. He wants us to continue. He, you know, these things that David uh, are bringing up, or, uh, and I think this is a psalm of David. Did I just mess that up? But I, I think these things that keep going on, yeah, uh, yeah. So I think that, you know, these things that David has going up, these things that we're talking about, uh, boy, we're faced with these, Stephanie. You know, mm-hmm. we're faced with these mortality type of questions. We don't get immortality. We don't get to live forever. We get eternal life in heaven, but we don't get to live on this earth forever. And I think if we could talk to somebody who's already been to heaven, would say, man, you're missing out. <laughs> wait, wait till you guys get here. This place is going to be great. So I guess I want to wrap this up and let Stephanie sing those couple of verses of the song that I promised you I'd let you about. Then I want to tell you a couple of things that's going on. So I want, Stephanie, I think you sang one verse. Now, how many verses are in Does Jesus Care? There are th- four total. I just sang the first one. So why don't you go ahead and give us a few right now? Why don't you wrap that puppy up? All right. Does Jesus care when my way is dark with a nameless dread and fear? As the daylight fades into deep night shades, does he care enough to be near? Does Jesus care when I've tried and failed to resist some temptation strong? When for my deep grief there is no relief, though my tears flow all the night long. Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are weary, the long nights dreary, I know my Savior cares. Does Jesus care when I've said goodbye to the dearest honors to me? And my sad heart aches till it nearly breaks. Is it aught to him does he see? Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are weary, the long nights dreary, I know my Savior cares. What a great song. What a great way to look at the end of Psalm 102 is to know that Jesus cares, to know that God is all in for us today. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. He's your intercessor, and um, he's got it. He's got it. He's got whatever you're going through, he's going to give you. I was thinking, Stephanie, as you did that last verse, I I know that last verse is hard for you. And uh, when when I say goodbye to the dearest on earth to me, and obviously Stephanie said goodbye to sweet Charles. And, but I was thinking as you were singing that song, uh, does Jesus care? I think that song was written more than 100 years ago, wasn't it? I think so. It's an old one. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you're looking at a contemporary a uh, problem-solving song 
uh, that was written more than 100 years ago. And I don't mean contemporary in the style of music. I mean it's still still relevant. It's still real. It's still what we're going through. Well, we sure do love you folks. We would love to have the opportunity to uh, uh, keep bringing you on every day. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow out of Psalm 103. We thank God for each and every one of you. If there's anything we can do for you, make sure you go out and check it out on Helpful Wounded Spirits and drop us a message. And the one thing I wanted to talk to you about that's going on is Stephanie's book is still out there. Make sure if you haven't read Stephanie's book, you got to get out there and read it. And uh, to die is gain. Find an abundant life in death. It's on Amazon. Hey, we love you folks. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.